The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We're going to talk about NXT's Vengeance Day last night. And of course, a bunch more news about Cody and what WWE has planned for him real quick. Want to mention patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. It's a great way to support going in raw friendo club. And uh, uh, we got all sorts of reward tiers over there. $5 gets you this show in the audio realm ad free uh, along with all of our bonus content and the weekly newsletter the kip up if you don't have time to keep up with all the news and uh and matches and all the shows that's going on that's why we got this weekly newsletter the kip up you can sit there you know maybe uh dropping a deuce perhaps and you can just look at it on your phone and look at all the wrestling news of the week and you could be caught up you could enter any conversation and know what you're talking about because of the kip up mm-hmm. uh so yeah check it out we got a bunch more stuff over there at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson uh, tomorrow, of course, is Thursday, a yes. new episode of our bonus show. The numbers don't lie. If you haven't already vote, please vote, vote. on the numbers don't lie for edge. You know, we're doing that show tomorrow. You think you know him. You're definitely going to know what his going in raw math score is going to be tomorrow on the numbers don't lie. So be sure to vote on this day. Uh, all right. Anyways, man. So obviously, yesterday, uh, huge news. We're all still reeling from this stuff. What's the latest? Yeah. On on what Cody Rhodes is going to be doing? Yeah. So just to recap, uh, yeah, Cody apparently has left AEW, potentially rejoining WWE during the latest uh, edition of PW Torch VIP Audio Show. Wade Keller offered up his take on what kind of push Cody B could be in store for in the Fed. In WWE, these transcripts are from WrestlingNews.co. Is what Wade Keller had to say. Quote, I've been on the phone all morning, all afternoon, nonstop people in AEW, texting people about the news on Cody Rhodes, which you've most likely heard about Cody gone from AEW and heading to WWE. Cody and WWE haven't confirmed it, but Cody is going to WWE, and he's going to get a big push. Vince McMahon is going to treat this as a big deal. 
Everybody I talk to thinks Vince loves the idea of acquiring a co-founder at EVP and, you know, main event wrestler. He just held their secondary singles title not that long ago, and having him show up on WBTV is something that Vince is very interested in taking advantage of and making money on it. It could even be a situation where Cody is in a major match at WrestleMania. I wouldn't be shocked if there is some augmentation to the booking plans for WrestleMania, perhaps related to the Elimination Chamber, in order to set the stage for Cody to do something really big at WrestleMania. Uh, Cody and Brandy versus Miz and Maurice. <laughs> I like Wade's kind of all over the map here. Isn't he like it sort of runs the gamut? Yeah, of, of what I mean, he there was more. Do. Yeah, this is the kind of like the succinct version. Um, yeah, of yeah, what he was talking about. But yeah, it, it, there's a lot of it's like basically all the possibilities are, are, are mentioned at least. You know, but like, t- yeah, yeah, you would you yeah. would think if Cody is going to WWE that Vince would realize this is a buzzworthy thing. Yeah, and to capitalize on that buzz, take advantage with some sort of major storyline leading into WrestleMania. That would just make sense. Like yeah, that's like I mean, that's kind of yeah. like promoter one oh one. Yeah, you want it to be a, a big deal. You got some bright new shiny uh toy, you want to show it off, you want to f- feature it prominently, and then in about six months you can just forget about it. Um I, I, it's funny because you and I talked pretty extensively yesterday on yesterday's show uh about what we think his ceiling could be in WWE, the various levels, and it all sort of fits in into this stuff here. Like you can you could if he can hop a plane. Uh, between now and, and Saturday, of course, he could show up at Elimination Chamber. He could show up as early as that. Uh, you know, he, he's not going to be inserted into. Let's let's not get crazy. He's not going to be inserted into Roman versus Brock. No, he's not going to be winning the Universal Title. Certainly. No. Now, would this cause Vince to maybe pivot away from title versus title? It's a possibility. That that's a possibility. But I kind of still feel like Cody's not a Brock level guy, and he's Brock's the top guy on Raw, and it's going to be the title versus title at WrestleMania because they've said the phrase title versus title yeah. so many times yeah. already. And then you know, also you got to deal with if Brock isn't win the title at Elimination Chamber, you got to deal with him getting pinned in his last two matches leading up to a major WrestleMania main event. That ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. Now, if they want to no. find some creative way to try to write Brock out of the match. Even that, I have a hard time believing. Without because making him look weak, how I know. are they going to? You know, besides, oh, his plane didn't take a off. A huge or like advertised that. match at a, at a show, mm-hmm. they're getting paid a ton of money for. Yeah, it's not going to happen. He's going to be the match. He is going to be. He is going to win that match. Brock He's going to win that match. Yeah, absolutely. Unless they, yeah, unless they get really, unless like a door malfunction or something, he just gets disqualified. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But it's any know. scenario you write Brock Lesnar losing in would be stupid mm-hmm. in the elimination chamber. Um, unless literally all five other men, like just completely, they all hit their finish and they all pile on top of, of him. Right. But again, you're still dealing with like two losses. So that's not going to happen. So Cody's not going to be doing that stuff. Um, but, uh, but you know, we talked about this yesterday. In fact, we broke it down. I took the, that section where we talk exclusively about what WWE could do with Cody. And I put it on our new channel, Friendo club TV. So if you just want that one 15 minute chunk, mm-hmm. it's right there. Uh, uh, a quick plug also on Wrestle Juice today. I sort of took the same approach. I looked at, I power ranked like the different levels of where Cody could end up in WWE. Mm. And uh, and yeah, I it, it, he sort of, to me, he sort of lands on, on Raw with Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, guys that he has maybe a little bit of history with going back to when he left WWE. But now that he's a much bigger deal, you know, he, it's fresh matchups. It's fresh mm-hmm. dream matches, I guess, if yeah. you want to call them. Yeah. And that's sort of going to be the deal. I mean, look, regardless, any match that Cody does at WrestleMania is going to be a big deal because Cody's in it. So, I mean, just putting him on the card is going to be a big deal. Now, is that big deal going to be him versus Miz? It's still a big deal because it's Cody. Is it going to be yeah. Cody versus Orton? It's still a big deal because it's Cody. Yeah, but from there, it's it's his follow through. Now, if it's a, if he's putting a, a match at WrestleMania and they, they book it like a huge deal, then it's a deal. But at the same time, if there's no follow through on that buzz, then he's just going to kind of fall back into the mid, upper mid card and just be uh, uh, another maybe main eventer on Raw. You know, it's all about follow through, having that huge mania match and then going from there to something that's interesting and, and compelling for him. And if you don't do that, then it's just going to be all right. He's he's just another guy in the upper mid card. Well, you know? OK, but let me ask you this, though. Where do you draw the line 
Where do you? Hey, the sweets just oh, rated us. So What's up, sweets? Great thank to see you. you guys here. Where do you draw the line between just another guy and what he ideally would be, which is not just another guy? Because uh, him, like, do you him, consider him winning, right now, him winning the WWE title in his first year there? So you think anything less than that, he's just another guy? Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be just another guy. Then, by that mm-hmm. definition, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I think realistically, it's probably what's going to be just mm-hmm. another guy. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, I don't know. Kevin Owens seems happy as as yeah, under hey, that. Definition. I'm not. I'm not saying being just another upper bid card guy is a bad spot. It's a good spot. You can make a ton of money. Do good. Really do, good do good by your family. Support yeah. your family, especially if Cody's looking for one last huge payday. You know, yeah. then more power. Well, to he's him. still. He's still. I don't know if it's gonna be. He's laugh, 37, laugh but like, payday. granted, it's on Rose to the top. So, grain of salt. He was already talking about there. His body feeling all beat up and wanting to retire. Then, um, yeah, but. I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to use the term "just another upper mid card guy" like like in a, a negative sense. That's a good spot to be in WB because you're making good money. You're constantly you know crazy? involved. But if his if his goal in WB's uh, aim is to make him a main eventer, yeah. then he needs to win a, that WB title within this first year there. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. If that's their goal, um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's funny because like he's got to be on Raw though. Look, I think it'd be awesome if he went to SmackDown and tried to make something out of that that dismal IC title they have right now. Yeah, because SmackDown is so weird because like on SmackDown, either you're like facing Roman Reigns and and losing basically, mm-hmm. but still it's a prominent position. Well, if you're well, not doing that on, it could be a prominent position while you're doing it. What happens afterwards is another thing entirely. SmackDown doesn't have an upper mid card. No, they don't. They don't. It's 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 the main event, and then it's the loke. It's like it's like Roman and it's Charlotte. And right now, I think that like Sonya Naomi is their upper mid card. Mm-hmm. And then and then it's like just it's doing nothing. It's like you know feuding. Which right, is a great spot for Zayn. Yeah, because right now Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville is a, a, a mid card wrestler in WWE. <laughs> he is. He's there with like Boogs and Sheamus yeah. and Ridge Holland and Nakamura. And it's like, but they're not, those guys are not where like the Owens and the Rollins and the Ortons and the Riddles are over on, on Raw. It's just interesting how there's such a different dynamic because they don't do anything with that Intercontinental Championship. Well, there is, there is, there's Roman and then there's Drew. Drew McIntyre is like right now kind of the lone, well, Biggie. They're the two names. If you want to say upper mid-card wrestler. Buddy, Big E is not an upper mid-card wrestler Should anymore. Be. He is could a tag be. team wrestler. Should be. Could Let's be, be real. <laughs> <laughs> Drew McIntyre. I agree with you on Drew McIntyre, but he's in a weird limbo with Happy Corbin. Yeah. Well, I feel like I feel like they they got something. That storyline is to keep Drew involved and, and on TV till after Mania when he'll start his feud with Roman. Probably. We gotta. Hey, we 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 really need to like have our. Uh, we need to have like a memorial service for Big E's for Big E singles run. Hey, I'm not because I'm that not, shit is not coming back. I'm not giving up. Ho- well, I don't think it's I don't think it's coming back in terms of title wins anytime soon. I wouldn't be surprised sometime in the summer after SummerSlam if he's in a program. Am I frozen? Are you tapping out? Are you tapping no. out? Are you tapping out? If he's in a program <laughs> with Roman, which Roman will, you know, inevitably come out on top of. I wouldn't be surprised about that. Uh, so look, I want this to happen. I want it to happen. But I'll bet you 20 bucks, 20 solid bucks, real United States American money Mm -hmm. that he does not face Roman Reigns over the next, certainly between now and SummerSlam. How about this? You owe me two Mountain Mike's pizzas. Yeah. We'll double or nothing that. Man, I'm not going to be in the hole to you for four Mountain Mike's pizzas. Because that's a lot. That's like 200 bucks, right? Those things are expensive. They are expensive. Separate bet. Separate bet from that. Twenty bucks between now and SummerSlam. Big no, e I'm not saying Roman. between now and SummerSlam. I'm saying after SummerSlam, it could be a okay. Between now and the end of the I, year. Now and the end of the year. Over the course of the next year. Between now and December 31st. Yeah. A solo program with Roman Reigns. Uh-huh. A solo program. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Twenty dollars. <laughs> Twenty bucks. All right, we're 20 on. Bucks. I'm good for that. All I'm right, good we're for on. that. We're on. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, Wade Keller also relayed what he had heard about why Cody decided to leave AEW. Again, these transcripts come to you from WrestlingNews.co. He says, from what I'm told, Cody asked for more money than what Tony Khan was willing to spend. It's weird because if it was nine months ago, Tony might have signed him for what Cody was asking for or at least negotiated in good faith to a reasonable compromise. But Cody became a bit of a liability. Tony publicly would say, and he told me that, quote, Cody still drives numbers, so I'm okay. But that's not the biggest compliment. It's not like, oh, I love Cody and we're on the same page. I was just like, well, you know, the undercurrent of what he said was, yeah, he's a headache and every segment is a car wreck, but he's still drawing numbers. So I guess I'm okay with it for now. Like, that's how I read it. I kind of read between the lines on his choice of wording. I think the segment with Brandy two weeks ago did not help, didn't belong on TV. It was just a disaster. But there's been a lot going on with Cody. Pre-pandemic, Cody was at the forefront of production meetings and really involved. So Cody wanted to be, I think, more involved with being seen as sort of an equal to Tony. And it became clear over time this was Tony's company. And, you know, the EVPs had their titles and the Bucks and Kenny, by all accounts, are happy with their roles as EVPs. And they have some latitude. Kenny gets to work with the women and the Bucks get to kind of do their thing with their friends and get to show off their ring style. Tony's pretty hands-on and open to their ideas about certain pockets in the company that they have. But I think Cody did desire to be something more substantial. Danielson and Punk changed that dynamic a bit. And I think Cody knew from experience, if you're not the top-paid guy, you're not going to get pushed like the top-paid guy. You're not going to have that leverage when uh, that comes with that. He was as much, if not more than anyone, the founder of this movement of AEW. And Brandy put out public statements on Twitter about this and said nice things. I have not heard that there was a big blow up or that there's a ton of hurt feelings with Cody and Tony, but obviously, you know, it's business. But Cody wanted to be a superstar and AEW signing big money contracts, especially with Danielson and Punk, changed the dynamic to a degree with Cody. And I'm not saying this wouldn't have happened if that didn't happen, but Cody knew and Tony knew that Cody became expendable. Before we move on to some comments from Justin Barrasso, Larson, this is exactly the question that we were sort of asking uh, back when Punk was coming in, Danielson was coming in, where would Cody find himself when names are coming in that are bigger than him, that are more over with the fans, that are more recognizable, and a guy who was once the top babyface in the company now finds himself third, fourth, fifth fiddle on the on the pecking order. You would think that he would have found a way to, if nothing else, maybe not on camera, behind the scenes, conglomerate some power, but evidently... He just lost that altogether. Yeah, it seems like more than anything, he seems like uh, what Keller says has some accuracy to it. Granted, this is Keller's uh, viewpoint on things. So, you know, see it as such. Sure. Um, seemingly, rather than do that, as as like the months gone, went by, seemingly Cody isolated himself even further. You know, and, and even back when we first started noticing that he was booking, seemingly booking himself on an island creatively, you know, he wasn't involved in anything with the rest of the members of the elite. It just seemed like he carved out his own little piece of AEW to do his own thing. And seemingly, again, if this there's any accuracy to any of this stuff Keller's saying, that was reflected backstage as well. Um, let's get to this part from Justin Brasso because it kind of a little bit dovetails here what, what Keller's saying. So uh, Sports Illustrated's Justin Brasso offered up some additional details on Cody's departure, stating that, quote, one key factor that led to his exit was losing all responsibilities involving booking. That is a role where Khan, who is the head of creative, has taken full reign. Originally, Rhodes was part of that process. As great as Dusty Rhodes was as a performer, his contributions as a booker are an integral part of his legacy. For Rhodes, AEW represented another chance to pay homage to his father as a booker while also further cementing his own legacy. Losing that opportunity in AEW hurt Rhodes more than any loss he suffered in the ring. Yeah, I mean, at least during that period of time, he had what appeared to be Cody Island, 
Um, and 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 then to to seemingly even lose that because once you run out of people that you're sort of bringing in, you know you know you can't really feud against QT Marshall the rest of your life. You can't feud against Anthony Agogo the rest of your life. So you run out of people to feud with. He started getting out of Cody Island. He started wrestling Malachi Black. He started wrestling Andrade, mm-hmm. and and he's getting away from that. Um, what then? Then you kind of have to. Then I mean, if Tony Khan has everything else, then you're sort of. You, you find yourself at your left with not much. I guess. Left with not much. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and if, if if yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. I would imagine from his point of view that would be a sad situation. And then evidently there was um like a Forbes article that came out mm-hmm. uh, that where where basically Tony Khan was was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the build and credited as the end all be all of AEW, the founder, the yeah. booker, head of creative, and it's like, yeah. I mean, I remember, you know, it wasn't that long ago. It feels like whenever they'd go backstage and you'd see their version of the gorilla position, it was Tony and Cody, mm-hmm. and then eventually, I guess at some point, like if my memory serves me correctly, you look back there and it's just Tony. On the few occasions they would go backstage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that one time Cody was there, I think he was just there because Malachi uh, kicked him. Kicked him in the head, yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know. It's uh, it's a, it's it's an interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, because it was, it did really very much feel like it was Cody's. It honestly, it, it felt very much the way it was sort of described. In the beginning, it felt like Cody was sort of the the, the umbrella you know, and it's like Kenny had the women's division and the Young Bucks had obviously the tag division and they just sort of split it up. And then that eventually turned into, well, you got a billionaire financing it. And and this billionaire was doing pretty and he's an analytics guy. So he probably brought a bunch of stuff to the table that like the other guys. I don't know if I if, if I was shown a bunch of like spreadsheets and shit. It's hard to argue against math and numbers. You know, it's like, well, this is the stuff that draws yeah. the ratings. This is the direction we're going to go. Yeah. And by the way. I'm paying your checks, so you got to do what I say. Well, you know, much has been made in the last few months about the the, the structure or lack thereof in AEW. And, you know, in the early days, especially when, you know, everybody kind of was doing their own thing seemingly. I think Tony Khan's even talked about this. Where early on, I think it was like after the, the, some bit early 2020, where he's talking about how like he didn't feel like the show essentially was what he wanted to be. Because creative was all over the place because everybody's kind of doing their own thing. And so he kind of said, all right, I'm going to oversee all this now. You know, and part of that, I assume, would be people who had individual booking power, whether that be for, you know, a large portions of the storyline or just their own stuff, lost a measure of that. Mm-hmm. And maybe in this yeah. case, Cody lost basically all of that. Yeah. Save for what he was able to carve out for himself. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. I mean, that's another conversation that's sort of interesting is, you know, the the creative nature of AEW. On one hand, you got WWE where, you know, if the re- it, honestly, it sort of seems in WWE, if you're a wrestler, you just sort of hope that whatever whim Vince McMahon has, you appeal to that. Yeah. In AEW, you better come up with something. And if you're not the kind to come up with something, you might be lost there too. Mhm. You know, I mean, I don't know if there's a perfect situation because it's wrestling. I've never been. We've been backstage at wrestling shows like what? Once, Once. maybe twice. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and so, nothing, and nothing uh, on the scale of, of AEW or oh, WWE. Oh, God, no. So, no. So I don't know. You have all those people, all those people assigning. Can you imagine being like a Brian Cage being there from not day one necessarily, but he was one of the first big names that they brought on. Yeah. Big at the time anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he came in, it was a big deal. And could you imagine they just bring in bigger name after bigger name after bigger name? And it's like, well, shit, where do I fit into this? Mm-hmm. I mean, Swole kind of made the same yeah. comments of that, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunately, if you're not a person who can come up with a couple weeks of TV that then appeals to Tony Khan, mm-hmm. you're going to be on the outside looking in, yep. but it, it Unfortunately, that's just the nature of it because they have so many other people there that they can put on TV. Mm-hmm. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. 
for your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. It's just, uh, yeah, it, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. Uh, one last note from Barrasso's story uh, before we move on. He does mention in there that uh, Brandy is not mm-hmm. expected to join Cody That's and WWE. interesting. That's interesting. I would imagine Brandy after having, and this is pure speculation on my part, for all I know, she wants to go and and be a mom, which is awesome if that's the case. But I would also imagine that given everything that she did behind the scenes in WWE, maybe that kind of like the community outreach stuff, maybe that stuff was maybe appealing to her in a way that WWE wouldn't be able to offer her. Maybe she wants to... I would imagine with her kind of experience, she could maybe set up like a consultancy firm or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't Who know. Knows? Who Just knows? Spitballing here. Yeah. Knows. Uh, we can move on to this. So, uh, following news Monday, late Monday, that WB were trying to entice Stone Cold Steve Austin out of retirement for a match at WrestleMania 38. What? Dave Meltzer has reported that WB is planning on another, quote, Austin level surprise for this year's Mania. But who is it, Steve? I know who it is. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Who? Cody! Oh. No, this is this is different than that, though. This is separate than that. You're trying to this tell me that Cody's not an Austin-level superstar? He is, but there's another one. The Rock. It's just probably Undertaker, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes all the sense in the world, assuming he, he could do it, for Dwayne to show up after Roman beats Brock and just have a quick little thing. Oh yeah, yeah. That's if a that's, that's the match sure. they want, they really want at WrestleMania 39, which everything seems to indicate that is. If Rock yeah. is going to make himself available for yeah. said match, yeah, just come out, confront Roman, maybe smack the title, and that's that. Ooh, or titles. He's going to have both of them at that point. What if he raises Roman's hand and then gives him a rock bottom? That'd look Roman. That'd make Roman because Roman can't do shit about it for like a year. I know. <laughs> I know. He wouldn't be able to do anything. Imagine that you crown your, your guy has both titles. I know. And the Rock comes out, Rock bottoms him, and then he just splits. I know. <laughs> and Roman it's looks like, like what, a chump for the next 365 your, days. Your top double champ guy looks like an asshole. <laughs> what a, don't listen to me, Vince. That's a terrible idea. Don't do that. Or you could. What if you did the opposite? What if Rock comes down, he raises Roman's hand, and then Roman, like, you know, gives him a smile, and then Superman punches him, yeah. and that's how you leave. See, there you, you have go. your top double champ there standing over the, the the biggest box office attraction right now. That's what you do. <laughs> that's what you do. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, some people here in chat said, Veer. There <laughs> what you go. Veer, Veer doesn't come to Raw. He comes to WrestleMania. Comes to WrestleMania. Oh, At this point, don't you just wait on Veer till the Raw After Mania? Yeah, pretty if much. If you have nothing, because Raw After Manias always suck these days. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, give us Veer. Give us our one debut there of Veer. Give us Veer. Have Veer come the Raw After Mania. You mentioned like the, the, the go-home Raw before Mania, or even during Mania, they they do another Veer promo, but they say Veer is coming this Monday. We might have to do a Raw watch-along. If Veer comes. <laughs> Just so we can watch Veer come. And then once he's come, all right, everybody, we're going to raid uh, 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 Athena. There you go. The Sweets. We're going to raid the Sweets. Yes. Uh, anyways, you want to talk about NXT Vengeance Day? It was a fine enough show. Vengeance uh, Day. There's some good matches. Not a whole lot of surprises. Really? Um, no. No real surprises. I guess you could consider... The Creed brothers coming away with the Dusty Cup. A bit of a surprise given that they had expended uh, some amount of effort on MSK, finding their shaman, 
uh, talking about getting back to the big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would not be shocked if between that last segment with Riddle or even the six-way with uh, with the, the Shaman, uh, with Riddle and MSK against, was it Imperium? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't shock me if the decision at some point fairly recently was, you know what? We're going to have the Creeds win the Dusty Cup. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if MSK was originally slotted to be two-time winners and then that changed because the Creeds are coming along in their wrestling. They are, and, and the crowd is starting to get behind them. They are definitely getting behind them. And the Diamond Mine, if you don't want them to be booked into the ground, number one, Ivy Ivy needs to be on TV more, not just on – so, by the way, also, we got a sneak peek of Level Up. I believe it was this morning on – was it during the show last night they had an, uh, they had a, a trailer for they, yeah, it? Yeah, they did. They did. Okay. Uh, uh, evidently, I was not paying attention. Um, but they shot, uh, but the, yeah. they shot the debut, the first episode, uh, I guess it would be before NXT last night. Okay, so Level Up is replacing 205 Live. Yes. Uh, that's the new, it's the NXT. I mean, it's been basically NXT branded for like months now anyways. Yeah, virtually. Um, but uh, but yeah, so yeah, but bummer about 205, I guess. Like in the end, they could have had like the best cruiserweight division oh, yeah. on the planet with the, if they really wanted to, to make a big deal about it like WCW did back in the day, like New Japan does now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they just decided not to do that. They just sort of dropped that. But the early days of 205 are great. Great. Absolutely yeah. great. Um, but, yeah, the Creed Brothers uh, won uh, the Dusty Cup in a, a, a really good match, and the crowd match, was yeah. super into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like then, uh, yeah. Pete Dunn versus Tony D'Angelo in the weaponized cage match. Fun. Good deal of fun there. Yeah, it was it was a fun match. Pete Dunne and I'm getting the win. Did they had Tony D'Angelo kick out of uh, the bit a, a bit end, end? But then well, we'll get to it later on. We talk about it. Uh, yeah, Grimes versus Carmelo was good. The main mm-hmm. event was all right. That one kind of felt like you know the, the we knew that how that was going. Well, it was literally. I think this was at, this was factual, wasn't it? Like the overrun before. No, it was two minutes before. The hour, so it was two minutes before the overrun started. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Santos actually got a move in on yeah. Braun Breaker. So like the first, they only minutes. really started at like what, like five six till. minutes before. Yeah, the, yeah, the, about the, five the, till. The 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 hour. Yeah. It felt yeah, it felt very much like a story in three parts. You had Braun dominating to begin, Santos getting a little bit of his stuff in the middle, and then Braun wins after some some overbooking. That yeah, some overbooking it. stuff. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, not a lot of surprises. Toxic Attraction retained their uh, their tag titles. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some bits about uh, 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 the the Dusty Classic women's side of things. I pre- I actually really like they're doing these separately, one after mm-hmm. the other. They're doing mm-hmm. the men's first, and then they're going to do the women's. And I actually kind of appreciate the stories that they've been telling, forming the teams, because there's not, like, real tag teams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Much, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, rather than just pairing people off, they're actually trying to tell stories about why people are are aligning and teaming together. Yeah. yeah. Um, we can dive into it. Kicked off with Peter Dune versus Tony D'Angelo in the weaponized cage. As I mentioned, fun match. Weapons all over the place. We saw crowbars and cricket bats and chairs. Mm-hmm. The chair they that used. cricket. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say that the cricket bat he literally smashed over the back of Tony yeah, D'Angelo. No, I was, was awesome. broken too, and I was gonna say the chair they they used at first, the whole seat of it came off early on. Mm-hmm. So they were hitting yeah. the heck out of each other. There's a, mm-hmm. uh, Tony D'Angelo went through a table, but you mentioned yeah the cricket bat. Uh, uh, so Dunn gets that, steps on D'Angelo's fingers while he's reaching for a crowbar, smacks him with the bat, splits in two, hits a bitter end. Tony kicks out of it though. Mm-hmm. So Pete Dunn grabs the crowbar that Tony had. Tony uh, hits him with a low blow, hits a fisherman neckbreaker. Pete Dunn kicks out of that. And so Pete Dunn goes and grabs a crowbar that kind of been lodged between the cage and the ring apron, mm-hmm. gets up, mm-hmm. whacks Tony with it, yeah, and then hits a crowbar-assisted bitter end to get the win. Yeah. Strong performance there from Tony D'Angelo, I wonder. So, like, they set up a little bit later – Pete Dunn going after Carmelo Hayes for the mm-hmm. North American title. I'm hoping that this is sort of Pete Dunn. He's going to go through maybe the top guys, you know, put them over, make them look good. And then maybe he'll follow Champa to Raw or SmackDown. Dude, why don't you put him on SmackDown yep. with the Ridge Holland and Sheamus? All right. 
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, look, man, I'm just trying to get them over there. I'm just yeah. trying to say, hey, look, they're all from that region he of should, the he world. He should show up and just smack Roman right in the face first show there. <laughs> That's what he should do. Make it a name for himself. <laughs> Bend those fingers. That's one thing that Pete Dunn's been pretty good with is is carrying on that story. Triple H told him, hey, go make a name for yourself, and that's what he's been doing more or less. So hey, Maybe distancing himself from Triple H is the way to go these days, though. That could be. <laughs> Probably the smart move. Could be. Uh, so after that, we got a, a, a video package. Cora Jade, she gets a call early in the morning from Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel says, time to get up. Got to be up at 5.30. We got to go train. So then we get an extended training montage uh, at the Performance Center. Uh, and then at the, at the end of which Raquel says, all right, we're doing it again tomorrow. What was the main problem with this, Larson? What was the main issue there was with no this There was no Draco Anthony in the gym. There was no... Draco, come on, continuity people. 5.30. Draco's already been there for at least a half hour. Yes. He should have been leaving when they showed up. He should have been like, all right, I'm an hour and a half into my three-hour workout. Something. Give us those details. you got to have details. Look, man, we barely pay attention to your program. If we know these things, you should know these things too. You got that right. Bruce or whoever. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. (laughs) Heartbreak. Uh, after that, uh, Mackenzie Mitchell talks the women's Dusty Cup. The finals of the men's tournament happens later in the show. We get a Diamond Mine promo and an MSK promo. Just hyping and up after, their match, yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we have uh, Toxic Attraction versus Persia and Indy. Uh, and uh, this was good stuff. It wasn't nearly as sort of overbooked as I figured it mm-hmm. would be. I thought Same. that maybe you'd get Dexter and you'd get Duke. I thought and we too. did get them, but a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, so early on, Mandy is tossed from ringside. We go to commercial. We come back. Uh, Indy Hartwell is isolated by Toxic Attraction for a spell. She gets the hot tag to Persia. She goes on a run, hits this great-looking uh, double Samoa drop on, on Toxic Attraction. That was cool. Gets a two. So then JC sends Persia into the ring steps. Indy is, is going for a springboard elbow, but as she's about to do the springboard, uh, JC trips her up. Uh, and then uh, after shortly thereafter, Toxic Attraction hit their finish to get the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had Amari Miller and Wendy Chu backstage. Uh, Wendy was asking Amari if she's got a partner for the Dusty Cup. Amari says she's already got somebody else and then leaves. And then Chu walks up to Dakota Kai, asks if she wants to be partners. And then, God, this this was it was so cringy and it was so long. Dakota Kai was acting like she was talking to somebody else. And then Wendy's like, all right, we'll just think about it. Yeah. They need to get Dakota Kai out of this. Game, I know. Dude. It's, I know. It's so bad. It's not good. She's too talented for that. I man. know. Uh, so we get a brief little bit of Grayson Waller and Sanga arriving at the performance center. And they got some local police officers, mm-hmm. new NXT signees to follow them in. Oh, uh, uh, the new t- the Dusty Cup winners, twenty twenty three. Exactly. So we go to a bar, and Briggs and Jensen are there. And so Briggs, this is this this went from being my least favorite, uh, favorite. program to my favorite. So uh, Briggs is asking Jensen, "How'd your date go with Caden Carter?" And mm-hmm. and he's talking about the you know how it went. He said Caden insisted on paying for herself, uh, and th- that it was nice. And then oh, oh he goes, "Oh yeah, Caden also said I like you." Like my like you're my little brother, yeah. And then Briggs like, hey, she thinks you're just friends. And and Jensen's like, no, no, no. And then they they ask the bartender there, you know, what do you think? And so Jensen describes what happens. 
And then she says, well, sounds like, Jensen, you're going to have a friend for life. Yeah. And Jensen's got a bit distraught about it. Uh, this was great. So Briggs was just upset the entire time because as soon as Jensen starts talking, he's like, oh, this is this is terrible. She paid for herself. Uh, it actually, these things have been effective in developing chemistry between these two guys. I sort of understand it a bit more now. Uh, it's still... It's still corny as fuck, mm-hmm. but it's actually kind of entertaining. And uh, and I thought that the chemistry they brought the bartender over, who apparently Briggs. I don't know. Is the bartender like a? Is she like developmental as well? I don't know, but it, it was obvious that they knew who she was. Right, and she was like, "Yeah, my family owns this bar. I just come here every once in a while." So yeah. I'm like, "Oh, is this like like uh, what's her face Nikita Lyons?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe she is, you know, given that she's like a singer, dancer, slash wrestler. Maybe this person is bartender slash wrestler. Yeah, could be. Could be. Uh, but uh, but yeah, he said, yeah, you you've been friend zoned, my friend. Uh, so it was pretty funny. Uh, after that, we had yeah, L.A. Knight promo before yeah. he could actually say it. He's super over. This is the, he's the most dad looking guy, and the crowd is just loving every bit yeah, of him. He's got the tucked in the tucked in shirt and his jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Look at my dad jacket. Yeah, it was cool in 1983. So Waller and Sanga come out with these fake cops. Waller points the fake cops towards L.A. Knight, leads them to the ring. He throws to a video of Knight and Waller getting into a fight as evidence that Knight has violated the restraining order. Waller says, oh, I'm full of anxiety right now. The cops have seen the evidence. He broke the restraining order. Go arrest him. And Knight's like, yeah, no. I'm not going to stop the cops from doing their jobs, but I want to explain my side. Uh, he says he read these. Uh, I read the order. I got evidence of my own. I knew you were going to have a video. I got a video of my own. So it's a video showing his side of it with Waller, of course, hitting him with that awesome rolling, leaping stunner of his. He says the order says Knight can't touch Waller, but Waller can't touch Knight. He says it's worthless. And Waller says, wait a second. In Australia, it's just one way. I could he and so the cops leave. He complains and he turns around and Knight just beats the shit out of him and he challenges Waller to a match next week. Is this finally gonna be a blow off or are we gonna get yeah. even more? Let me talk to you. Let me talk at you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna this more is gonna matches. Unless unless Waller cheats to win and then LA Knight gets another match. Mm-hmm. Oh, possible. Vengeance Day scored. Was this on Sci-Fi? It was on Sci-Fi, uh-huh. wouldn't it? Uh-huh. 525,000. But then same in the demo. No, the demo was like 0.07. This, was, this is a demo comparable to USA numbers. Oh, okay. okay. That probably would have been done decent on USA. Yeah. Yeah, it could it have. might have done like 650 or 700. Like a maybe. 0.17 or something, maybe. Maybe. Uh, then we get, we're back in the locker room. Indy and Persia are talking about their match. Indy says, it's my fault we lost. And Persia says, hey, Dusty Cup is coming up. They'll give us another opportunity to go after those tag titles. Dexter walks in. Uh, her, uh, he and Indy, they leave. And then Duke Hudson walks in. Yeah. And takes her hand and they walk out. And off. they walk out together. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, Tommaso Ciampa pro, uh, promo. Or he just trash talks Dolph coming to NXT. And, uh, and people who think that NXT is a minor leagues and don't mistake loyalty uh, for fear, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Next week, they're going to have a match. They're going to have a match next happen. week, yes. And then we had yeah. the uh, North American title bout, Cameron Grimes versus Carmelo Hayes. Uh, fun bout. We didn't mm-hmm. think there was much chance of Cameron Grimes getting up, getting the win. That's exactly what happened. He didn't get the win. Yeah. Carmelo Hayes win. successfully retained the title. Mm-hmm. Um, and hit his top rope leg drop to get the W. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. There was like an apron to floor cave-in onto Trick Williams, yeah. which would look pretty great. Yeah, that was great. Um, after that, we had a little video package for Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai. They're going to be partners in the tag team in the Dusty Classic. Uh, then we had the finals of the men's Dusty Classic, the Creed Brothers versus MSK. Uh, as we said before, the Creed Brothers ended up getting the win here. Uh, didn't even need any uh, any distractions or no. anything from the diamond mine. This was pretty clean, man. It was it was clean. It was pretty much totally clean. Yeah. Uh, so towards the finish, MSK sends the Creeds out of the ring. Uh, Nash Carter's going for a suicide dive on Julius. Julius catches them and does that kind of I don't know how to describe it other than like a cartwheel slam. Mm-hmm. 
like a rolling senton slam, but rather than going, you know, like doing a frontward flip, he does a cartwheel. Yeah. And he dumps uh, Carter back into the ring and hits like a really vicious looking sliding forearm to get the W. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was stiff. Yeah. Still. Yeah, they've they they've grown on me, man. They've had these matches. I can't. I I'm really hoping. So there was like I think a report or a rumor Melter had or something like that. I don't know what it was. Uh, the idea that uh, once things open up a bit more, I guess, which should be sooner than later, especially in Florida, NXT might be going on um, on the house show circuit oh, again. Yeah, which would be amazing. Like especially for guys like the Creed brothers, who obviously have something there, and they're quick. They're quick at learning. Mm-hmm. That would help them so yeah, much. immensely. Immensely. So much. Uh, we got another Nikita Lions video package after that match. Not only is she a singer, a yeah. fighter, she's yeah. a dancer too. She's a dancer as and, well. And yeah. uh, according to her, she was put on this planet to bring people mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. She puts it. Next week, she's got her debut match. Oh, there you go. I think she's had some 205 yeah, live she matches. Yeah, she has. Yeah. So cool for her. We'll see what she can do in the ring because I don't watch 205 Live. I'm not going to watch Level Up. Uh, after that, we had an Imperium promo where Eichner congratulates the Creeds. Well, before that, even like Walter, you know, like the ring announcer is announcing them, and he is, is really quick to, to say that his name is Gunther. Well, the announcer said Gunther, and he made sure they pronounce it correctly Gunther. Yeah. yeah. And then the, everybody particular. in the crowd. And even me from home was just chanting Walter. It was great. They need to continue to do that. Yes. yes. That really needs to be the thing. Like this name change needs to be a bit of a swerve where the name Walter just follows him everywhere he goes. Yes. Because he's Walter. Because it's not going to stop. He is Walter. 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 Uh, so anyways, uh, uh, the Eichner congratulates the Creeds at getting a tag title shot. He says, but that's all it is. It's a shot. Bartel says to understand Imperium, you must be willing to endure suffering and anguish. Uh, Gunther says they've brought honor uh, to this uh, great sport. Uh, 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 uh. Are we going to be together on this one or not? Walter. Look, look, man. We could, you know, his name is Gunther. No, it's wants not. It. Let me ask you something. What? Imagine for a moment. Imagine for a moment. This man is standing in front of you. Yeah. All right. What do you think he would want? Well, is this in the in the confines of NXT kayfabe or just like at the supermarket? How about this in kayfabe at the supermarket at the at the kayfabe supermarket? No, I, I, whatever he could chop me, Walter. <laughs> Say, hey, Walter, what's I'm, up? I I like I like the meat on my chest, not looking like hamburger. Man, I'm gonna con, I'm gonna continue to call him Gunther, Walter, because it's something he wants. I'm gonna respect the man because he respects the mat. Anyways, uh, Gunther Falter. says they have brought honor to this great sport, but he's setting his side on championship gold. So tonight he's going to be watching the title match. Uh, he's interrupted by Solo Sokoa, who tells Gunther. It's Walter. We all get it. He's, I will give you an opportunity to, 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 to correct it. Uh, he doesn't give a damn about that mat on the island, not Cody Island. You got to find the biggest and baddest dude and smack the shit out of his mouth, and that's how he's going to do he said he's about to wipe this mat with the ring general and make him his bitch. Yeah. And then he just leaves. <laughs> well, it, it, like uh, uh, Eichner and Bartel like step up to to go after Solo, and Walter just p- holds him back. He pulls him back, and then Solo, it's, and, instead of Solo being like, oh, okay, cool, it's a mono mono situation. Yeah, he walks away. It was weird. It was a weird finish. He walks that. away. I'm like, are you going to fight him or you no? Are going to throw hands or no? So next we had a Dolph interview. Uh, I just realized this. Did Solo Sokoa have that burn mark on his face? I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it either. That was it was a gnarly burn mark. Yeah, but mark. that story's we, over. <laughs> we just saw him like last week, though. That was gnarly, man. Yeah, <laughs> story's, story's over. So. Story's over, Steve. It's the details, man. It's yeah, the details. but it's over. Move on to the, <laughs> the new details. That story's that story's was the done. Story ever over, though. Well, not in that sense, no. Um, so they had a Dolph interview next. He says, must be nice being champion. You get to stay in your lane. Then you showed up on Raw, probably on your own dime. You probably got a middle seat on the plane. You sat there ringside uh, to watch my match uh, interfere at the end. He says, Ciampa, you're the pulse of NXT, and next week I'm going to stop that pulse. Next week I kick down the door to your house. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Uh, after that, we had Trick and Mello backstage. <clears throat> Mello says, Grimes is good, but what's good to someone who's great? And they walk up to Pete Dunn, who's smiling, and he's trying to articulate more and, and enunciate more. He congratulates Mello, says, uh, you're North American champ for now. And then we had our main event. Santos Escobar versus, yeah, Braun Breaker. Yeah, just the, the structure of this match seemed a bit formulaic to me. Yeah, right. Yeah. It didn't quite. It, I, didn't, I didn't really feel like it really gelled, really. Um, so eventually, Dolph comes out, uh, hits Braun with a super kick. Santos covers. Braun kicks out. So Dolph is ringside just having an absolute fit. He's beside mm -hmm. himself. So Ciampa comes out. They start brawling. They brawl backstage. Santos hits Braun with a massive tornado DDT. Goes for a frog splash. Misses. Goes for a phantom driver. Braun escapes. Braun hits spear. Power slam to get the win. Yeah. Yeah. It never really so. felt terribly competitive. You know they could they they could try a bit more. Like we all look, we all know going into this that Santos ain't winning it. Mm -hmm. But at least at least have him jump Braun from the start. You know, have Braun yeah. have to dig out of a hole to get there. Instead, it was just like he didn't literally didn't get any of his shit in until like we were about to go to the overrun. So, anyways, uh, let's go ahead and answer some questions. I have a thread here on the Patreon. If y'all here in the live Twitch chat have a question, be sure to highlight it so we will hopefully catch it. Uh, let's see here. First up from uh, Alex Foster. If NXT had a gauntlet match, who would you want to win and who should have the longest time? He says uh, he wants uh, he'd like to see Malik Blade in a match like that. I would say do a woman's gauntlet match mm, to determine good. the next number one contender for Mandy. So if that there isn't want. one already. Uh, no, and she just uh, Ivy a, Nile uh, would start. Yeah. And Ivy Nile would win. All right. That's good. It's good. It's a good idea. Great idea. Fantastic idea. Cool. Wonderful. Idea. Hey, there we go. There we go. Good cover. Good cover. Uh, what about a men's uh, men's gauntlet? Um, have like uh, uh, Solo Sokoa, Tony D'Angelo, uh, uh, Walter, mm -hmm. Pete Dunne, mm -hmm. and Cameron Grimes, mm -hmm. number one contender to face Braun. Mm -hmm. uh, Walter's in it, of course. Walter wins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and then defeats Braun Breaker. Then you got Walter, new NXT champion. Oh, I like that. That's good. Gunther. Walter. Okay. Uh, speaking of that man, uh, Gunther gonna give it to you, asks, or I guess Walter gonna give it to you, <laughs> asks, do you think WWE really wants Cody Rhodes and will give him the money he really wants? If the rumors Seemingly. are to be believed, I would. it seems seems like it. Yeah. I yeah. don't know why you, yeah, absolutely. You would. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Seems to indicate thus far. That's the, that's the deal. This is so a good question. Otherwise. So, what tonight's dynamite seems stacked. You got Danielson versus Moriarty. Could be great. Can't You've wait. Got uh, some Sammy versus stuff, Darby for the TNT title. Yeah, you got the the the, the Santana Ortiz versus Jericho and Hager. Mm -hmm. um, there's some good stuff tonight. Is AEW going to mention Cody? Yeah, someone will. Just in passing, will. maybe Dan Lambert will. If anybody, think, it's probably be Dan Lambert. He'll probably say something like, "Me and the Men of the Year." chased him out of AEW or something like that. I think you might be right. I would not be surprised if commentary wished him well. Yeah, that's entirely possible. I would think that would probably but be I don't, the But I don't think it's going to be like a – I doubt it would be a huge focus of anything. It'll be one Oh, mentioned. I don't think it's going to be a huge focus. I think they're just probably going to, you know, say well wishes or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, Mayor of Planet Houston says, if Triple H left WWE, he couldn't use that name, could he? Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. It'd be what is uh, said, Paul Levesque doing in the Impact Zone? Yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be Paul Levesque, which would be weird. He could. Would do you think he would kayfabe his name at all? Like Hunter Levesque? Maybe. I could see it being Hunter Levesque because some people can call him Hunter. What? If, what if? I mean, I don't know what the nature of Double H or, or uh, Triple H is. <laughs> yeah, of WWE's uh, copyright, but instead of Triple H. You know, like the word triple, and then the letter H. What if it's just H H H, three H's? 
HHH. Yeah. Or a triple H. Triple H. Yeah, they, him and Regal can get back together. There you triple go. H. Uh, let's see. Or H. He should be H face. <laughs> Moses opposes. Who do you see as the next North American champion? I feel like Melo's going to have that belt for a while. I think he has two. Uh, my answer would have been if it was like two months ago, it'd have been Joe Gacy. But boy, they 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 put Harlan on that guy, and he just sunk. Yep, yep, <laughs> he sunk. Uh, let's see here. Uh, with oh oh oh, this is easy. Jimmy Thomas with two hundred five live being over. Who would you say were the four pillars of two hundred five live? Oh, good question, Cedric. Ollie, probably Buddy Murphy, and uh, Neville. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Or Enzo. Four Enzos. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever – you saw that picture yeah, of him, right? Yeah, he's enormous. Enormous. It's ridiculous. Uh, Metal Nerves, could Triple H get the rights to the game from Motorhead and just call himself the game and say it's a reference to the song and not his WWE gimmick? No, because that's probably – WWE probably licensed that song or probably commissioned Motorhead to do that song specifically for They him. probably trademarked the game yep. too. Yep, yep. Game Levesque. Um, let's see here. Uh, okay. Uh, Suplex Casey asks, yep. if Cody gets a significant push and is treated like a real megastar, will this be the first real shot of the new wrestling war? I kind of feel like NXT opposing Dynamite was like the first real shot of yeah. the wrestling war. Yeah, me too. Um yeah, I think I think this has been going on. I mean, let's not get it mixed up here. Like WWE's main programming gets double the numbers of Dynamite mm-hmm. on a every mm-hmm. weekly basis. So I don't think WWE. I don't think WWE thinks of it that way. I think that hey, Cody's a great. It's he's 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 a good way to help pop their ratings, and uh, and then and then then they'll see where to go from there. That's mm-hmm. what they do. It's like hey, let's bring this guy in. Yep. How many times have you heard Pritchard on his podcast? Yeah, we thought we'd bring him in. Yeah, we'll bring him in with no plan of what they actually do with this individual. Yeah, no, bringing him in is the plan. (laughs) That's the plan. Yeah, the extent of the plan was bringing him in. Bringing him in. Let's bring him in. See what we can do. Oh, man. Um, Great question here. Wild card, Luisa Reyes. What music does Cody come out to? That's going to be a big litmus test. That's going to be huge because we all think, we all pretty much know if Jericho comes back, it's the walls of Jericho. But maybe it's not. Maybe is there going to be Fozzie. smoke and mirrors for Cody? I hope it's Kingdom. I hope it's Kingdom. That's, that's one he has now, right? Yeah, yeah. That should, I mean, if anything, if 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 he's licensed that song, and the band is cool with WWE using it, I'm sure an arrangement can be made. So long as WWE is willing to to let him have it, you know, if he makes it a point of contract negotiations. Entirely possible. Yeah, I guess it, it just sort of depends on like it's like Cody's made a big who, who do they think is a bigger deal Cody that left WWE or Cody who's in AEW it's Cody who's in AEW so yeah. if you can get all elements of that then you do that mm-hmm. I would think you'd Have, think put him in his so. Homelander gear right you'd think they would do that but they haven't even done that with some of their own NXT call-ups this is a good idea. Jonathan says, come out to too many limes because it's not being used right now. That's a good point. That would just be confusing. It would be. Or like the Hardy Boys theme. That just confuse people. <laughs> Here. Dun, 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 Cody dun, comes dun, out like this. No, but he doesn't. <laughs> That's the thing. You hear that song, you're like, oh, shit, Jeff Hardy's back. And then it's Cody. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Maggie says, I was today years old when I learned Kingdom is the name of Cody's theme. <laughs> Uh, it was yesterday I learned that his one of his WWE themes was called Smoke and Mirrors. <laughs> it's no always Smoke and Mirrors. I've heard that song so many times on like a, the three. One of the video games has that song on there endlessly. Oh, like the on the menu or something. Wow. I think the curve. I think Two K Twenty does. No, he's not in that game. No, he wouldn't be in that game. That'd be completely random if that was uh, if that was on there. The hell was I playing then? I swear no. I just heard that recently. 
I don't know. Uh, Derek Davis, fantasy book Gable Stevenson's first year in WWE. Joins first, Alpha Academy. I'd say put him on level up first. <laughs> Against uh, oh, he's going. He, once once he get, they think he's ready for TV, he's going straight to Maine. Straight yeah, to Maine. I'm, I'm fantasy booking him here. Level up, and his first match is against Joaquin Wild. He loses. And then uh, then he has a match against Idris Anofe. Loses that, too. But he wins against Malik Blade. All right. Yeah, no, he's going straight to Maine. He's totally going yeah, straight to Maine. Yeah, he's going straight to Maine. Okay, Joe Hansen says WWE 12 would play that, that song sounds, in the menu constantly. That sounds, that sounds completely true. That sounds like it could be legit. <laughs> John Don says Steve was playing one of those black market wrestling games with all the wrestlers in it. Can I get one of those? I want one of those. Yeah, Downstate. Yeah. That's that's the name of the band. They do the Mrs. theme song. Yes. Oh, so that there's already a relationship. Shouldn't be that big of an issue. Yeah. You'd think they'd like money, too. Anyways. Uh, so here we go. That's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tonight for our AEW recap. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.